It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The Buffalo Bills gave wide receiver Stephon Diggs a brand new extension and is going to impact what happens between Washington and their own star receiver, Terry McLaurin. Then we're talking draft strategies with three NFL draft truths that I'm going to drop for the Washington Commanders and a new two-round mock draft from ESPN Plus and Todd McShay to review all on this episode of the Locked On Commanders podcast. Your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, Commanders fans, to the Locked On Commanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders. We are free and we are available on all platforms. And we thank you for making us your first listen or your first view every single day. I'm David Harrison covering your Commanders for Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. My co-host, Chris Russell, the Rooster, one half of the Russell and Metter show on the Team 980. Find Chris and Pete there Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern or anytime along with the show on the Odyssey app. When we're not there or here, we're on Twitter at DHarrison82, at WrestleMania621, and at LO Commanders. Once again, we thank you for making us your first listen or your first view every single day. Stefan Diggs added to the list of wide receivers getting new or extended deals in the 2022 offseason. It is a four-year, $104 million extension, $26 million a year on average, $70 million guaranteed, to stay with Josh Allen's and Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Diggs now is the third wide receiver to sign a major deal worth $25 million a year or more on average, with each of those a guaranteed number for at least $65 million over the life of the contract. Of course, Devontae Adams inking a new deal with the Las Vegas Raiders and Tyreek Hill inking a new deal with the Miami Dolphins. Now, how does this impact Washington Commanders. Well, very clearly, Terry McLaurin is a wide receiver in need of a new contract. Now, McLaurin in the final year of his rookie deal, in theory, the Washington Commanders could play the franchise tag game, put the franchise tag on him following this season, lock him down for 2023 without giving him a multi-year extension or dealing with all these guaranteed numbers. It's still going to be expensive, but maybe not as expensive as it could be. Or they could just do what I think all of us want them to do, and sign Terry McLaurin to an extended deal. I know Ron Rivera said they have time. There's plenty of time to work these things out. Listen, when you're a 26-year-old wide receiver in the NFL, and you see all these other guys getting money, and you've been dealing with some stuff that those guys haven't been dealing with to play for this team, you want a little bit of, of reciprocation in that effort. You want to get a deal done. So let's see Washington do the right thing. Now let's compare these two players again. Diggs and his extension getting $26 million a year over the life of the four-year extension. $70 million of that total is guaranteed money. Stephon Diggs, currently 28 years old, will be 29 during the NFL, the next NFL season. Terry McLaurin, 26, will be 27. Uh, Stephon Diggs currently has seven years of NFL service, while McLaurin has three years of NFL service. In those time frames, Diggs has four 1,000-yard receiving seasons. McLaurin has two 1,000-yard receiving seasons. 
three times Diggs has had 100 receptions or more. Twice, McLaurin has had 100 receptions or more. Four times, Diggs has had seven or more touchdowns. McLaurin, this is where he falls off a little bit. Once, he's had seven touchdowns or more. But in those seven years, Stephon Diggs has played with five total starting quarterbacks. And I'm only counting in this number, just for reference, the quarterbacks that started at least four games. Uh, You have some one-offs and and things here and there. I'm not going to count those guys. But Stephon Diggs has five starting quarterbacks. In his seven NFL seasons, this coming up will be his eighth NFL season. Five starting quarterbacks. In Terry McLaurin's three years of NFL service, five starting quarterbacks that have started at least four games for the Washington football franchise under whatever name they have been calling. So you see some very similar type of production between McLaurin and Diggs. McLaurin, again, only McLaurin only has the three years of service while Diggs has seven, but you still see him. He's, he's got... Uh, two thousand yard seasons compared to Diggs is four, despite playing in the league four years less, uh, twice over a hundred receptions, while Diggs has hit the number three times, and then again playing with five starting quarterbacks in just three seasons uh, that have started at least four games for their team is ridiculous. Now across the league, there are now nine wide receivers, including Stephon Diggs, in the National Football League, earning twenty million dollars or more on average per season, with each of those contracts guaranteed for at least forty million dollars in their deal. So that kind of tells you what Washington is looking at. You're going to have to pay Terry McLaurin. At least I think you're going to have to pay Terry McLaurin at least $20 million a year on average, uh, if not a little bit more. And you're going to have to guarantee at least $40 million of that deal. And again, that's typically a three year deal, 40 million guaranteed 20 million per year on average total uh, potential earning power. Now for me, I went and I went looking at contract comps, and I think the contract that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers gave to wide receiver Chris Godwin is probably most accurate to what I think Washington should or will end up having to give Terry McLaurin. Godwin signing a three-year deal worth $60 million, $18.75 million of that in signing bonuses with $40 million of it guaranteed. Now, right on the button, $20 million. I think if you're with Washington Commanders, you start there. $20 million right on the nose, up to $60 million, $40 million guaranteed over three years. What do you say if they come back with, say, I don't know, $80 million, uh, 50 of it guaranteed? I think you come back with like 66, you tack on two more million. Let's go three years. Let's go 66 million. Let's make 46 of it guaranteed. I think you probably end up with the deal there. No matter what, no matter when the Washington Commanders try to re-sign their star wide receiver, what continues to happen in the NFL is going to impact them. If they drop a deal like the one that I just listed out for them, they make Terry McLaurin a top 10 paid wide receiver in the National Football League. I think that makes him very happy. If they continue to wait, another receiver gets paid, becomes top 10. Another receiver gets paid, becomes top 10. And the top 10 finances become more and more expensive. Get that done now. Lock him up for three years and allows Terry McLaurin to turn or to negotiate another contract before he turns 30. And that tends to mean something to these guys. Something else is going to mean something to the Washington Commanders. This trade that just went down between the Philadelphia Eagles and the New Orleans Saints. The Eagles go from three first-round picks to two. The New Orleans Saints go from one to two. How is it going to impact the Washington Commanders? What might they do at number 11? Because all those picks happen after number 11. I'm going to tell you what I'm talking about right after this. But first, we're going to talk about Bet Online because they're your number one source for all your sports betting needs and information. Find all the latest sports developments, including this week's Masters Championships odds, podcasts, and reviews for all the different leagues this season. That online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. 
Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action at Bet Online, where the game starts. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks again, Commanders fans, for making us your first listen of the day. David Harrison coming at you on Twitter at DHarrison82, the show at LO Commanders. Make sure you're following Locked On NFL, Locked On experts covering the biggest stories around the NFL every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes, free and available wherever you get podcasts, just like the Locked On Commanders podcast. Eagles and Saints were involved in a trade this week that's going to impact how the NFL draft develops and in turn impacts how Washington needs to look at their own first round selection because we know it's not just about the first round. You also have to wonder about the second round. You have to wonder about what's going to happen and how things are going to go down there and how it's going to all shape out. So just because the Eagles and the Saints and those four combined picks between the two teams now do select after Washington is scheduled to select at number 11 does not mean this does not have an impact because when you look at the second round now, if you're Washington, you got to kind of look at what these two teams need. You've already kind of been looking across the league and what everybody needs and who might come off the board in the first round, who might come off in the early part of the second round. Well, this changes a little bit and every player that changes, they swap out with another person and everything moves uh, down the line is kind of a ripple effect. Type of deal. So when you look at the Washington Commanders, by and large, they need wide receiver help, they need DB help, they need linebacker help. They could use some other stuff. Granted, sure, we're, you know that's fine. But wide receiver, DB, linebacker, I think you kind of everybody kind of agrees those are three of the main categories, position groups that the Washington Commanders need to address in this year's NFL draft as efficiently as as talented uh, as possible. Philadelphia Eagles, they need D line, wide receiver, and DB help. The Saints need wide receiver, offensive tackle, and D line help. So where do these two, where are these three teams? intersect well all three of them need wide receivers washington needs a receiver the philadelphia eagles need a receiver saints need a receiver as well so you can probably put good money on those four picks between the eagles and saints potentially two of those picks could be wide receivers so if you're the washington commanders how does this impact number 11 well if you don't go wide receiver number 11 there's a good chance that not only are more receivers going to come off the board but at least two are going to come off the board there when the eagles owned all three of those picks uh that the saints now own one of the chances of them going wide receiver twice in those three picks, not very high. So you're probably looking at losing one wide receiver there, but now you're probably going to lose up to two DBs. Uh, the Washington commanders need DB help. The Eagles need DB help. So it's potentially the Eagles are going to bite out of the Washington apple twice, taking a wide receiver, taking a defensive back. And then the new Orleans saints take a wide receiver, probably go, I don't know, defensive line, offensive tackle positions that don't really impact Washington's draft strategy to drastically but what that means is if you're washington and you really want to add a wide receiver in this group you really can't count on having maybe a, a top you know top five or six wide receiver in this class slip to you in the second round because there is now another team in the first round that needs a wide receiver so i was thinking about how this impacts the team and i decided to come up with what i'm calling three truths that i'm going to put out for the washington commanders in the nfl draft and obviously feel free in the comments uh, to tell me which of these truths you agree with, which of them you do not agree with, uh, or if you have three different ones. And basically, they're, um, they're rules that I would like to see the Washington Commanders kind of play by uh, in the first round of the NFL draft this year. 
that's basically what I'm, what I'm calling this segment. Um, so again, whatever you want, however you want to receive these and respond to these, by all means, do so at your leisure. So truth number one, Kyle Hamilton is target number one, the safety uh, out of Notre Dame. I know he ran slow. I know he didn't perform in the testing as much as as much as people would have wanted him to, but I've run simulation after simulation after simulation. Lewis Seen is like number two safety on most people's boards, not as versatile, not as talented as Kyle Hamilton is by a long shot. Jalen Petrie, DB out of Baylor. I like him, but again, a far cry from what Kyle Hamilton brings. So if Kyle Hamilton is on the board after 10 picks go by in the NFL draft, if you're the Washington Commanders, truth number one, he is your number one target. He is the guy you're hoping to come away with at number 11. Run the card up. Don't walk. Don't email it. Don't mail it. Get it up there as quickly as possible. Truth number one, Kyle Hamilton is target number one for the Washington Commanders. Truth number two, don't get desperate for a wide receiver. All right, it's just talked about it. But the wide receiver is going to be a heavily targeted area, right? Now the Saints are in the mix. They need a wide receiver. The Eagles are in the mix. They need a wide receiver. So you may not be able to get one of these top wide receivers outside of number 11. I got it. But that does not mean you should stretch too far to get him. Garrett Wilson, easily a number 11 pick. If Kyle Hamilton's not there, but Garrett Wilson is there, I think you feel very comfortable with pulling the trigger at number 11. Drake London, I don't know. The injury concerns, he's pushing back his pro day because he had a hamstring tweak. He's already coming off of an ankle injury. That's a lot of injury bugs kind of dealing with this guy's uh, build up to the NFL draft. Might be a sign of things to come. And with the way this team was bitten by the injury bug, I don't know how comfortable I feel uh, about that. Jamison Williams, again, without the torn ACL, clearly a top 10, top 15 talent. But again, he has the ACL, so that does impact things. Maybe Chris Olave tested out the roof or tested out the waters. I know Ron Rivera was seen chasing him down after the Ohio State Pro Day. But... Maybe you don't need to go number 11 to Chris Olave. This is where things get a little bit dicey, and then maybe Riverboat, Ron, and BetOnline.net kind of come into play a little bit here because that's rule number three, truth number three, rather. Trading is okay. Remember that. Trading is okay. If you're sitting at number 11, an offensive tackle, Charles Cross out of Mississippi State, is like the number one prospect on the board. You got Charles Leno. You got Sam Cosme. Do you need Charles Cross? I wouldn't say you need him. Could you use him? Is he an upgrade? Potentially an upgrade over somebody? Yeah, absolutely. But you could use some other players. Again, this team is trying to make the playoffs. You got the easiest schedule in the NFL by last season's winning percentages. You need to capitalize. You need to make a playoff push. Wide receiver Drake London is probably going to be there again. The injury concerns are concerns for me. Maybe not as much for Martin Mayhew, Ron Rivera, and the Washington Commanders. But let's look at some trade proposals. Let's look at some trade scenarios here, right? So Washington has a number 11 overall trade. According to the traditional trade or uh, draft position value chart, that people use to to calculate trade values. That number 11 pick is worth 1,250 points. So I started looking around. I was like, who might be willing to trade to come up to number 11 for one reason or another? And one of the teams I looked at was the New Orleans Saints. Picking currently at number 16, one of their first-round draft picks. If the New Orleans Saints are looking to move up from 16 to 11 for a specific player, that pick is worth 1,000 points. They still owe 250. So you're looking at number 98. That's 108 points value. And then you look at a 2023 third at the end of the day, the New Orleans Saints go a little bit over the 1250 most likely, but you take that as kind of interest payment, inflation payment for pushing one of the picks into the 2023 NFL draft. So if you're watching, you trade number 11 to New Orleans, you get 16, you get 98 back and you get a third round pick next year. And in the simulation I ran number 16, I took wide receiver, Chris Olave. So you still get that wide receiver. Uh, that you didn't have to stretch for. Again, number two, truth number two, right? Don't get desperate for wide receiver. 
You trade back to number 16, you get Chris Olave. At number 98, I had them take safety Brian Cook out of Cincinnati. That gives you some safety help, and there's obviously some other picks in there. Now, the next trade scenario I kind of played with, the Houston Texans picking at number 13. Maybe they want to move back up a couple of spots, jump ahead of a team or prevent another team from jumping ahead of them to get a guy. So you trade back from 11 to 13. That point spread, not as big. 1,150 points for number 13. Only leaves 100 points needed for the Houston Texans to fill up. Number 107 is 80 points. Number 183, 16.6. That's 96.6 points of that last 100. You take those three picks. If you're a Washington Commanders, you go from number 11 to number 13. You bring in number 107, number 183, and maybe you go with linebacker. Maybe you go with N'Kobe Dean, or maybe you go with Devin Lloyd. I know a lot of people don't want to go linebacker in round one, and I get you. I hear you, but I still think linebacker position, probably the weakest group on this roster right now. So if you trade from 11 to 13, you net some later round picks, and you still go linebacker, I think it's a little bit of an easier pill to swallow and if you can get Devin Lloyd in that position over Nicobe Dean, Nicobe Dean's still good, but if you can get Devin Lloyd, uh, ideally, then you can go through Zach Tom, potentially uh, an option offensive tackle out of Wake Forest, uh, number 107, figures to maybe move inside, highly athletic type of guy, and then Javon Hiley out of Coastal Carolina, the wide receiver, tall, fast, at number 183. Uh, some good picks to possibly have there. The final trade scenario, not the final trade scenario, period, but the final one I looked at, the New England Patriots. Let's go deeper. Let's go. Let's trade back a little bit further. From 11, we go to number 21. Number 21 brings you 800 points of the 1,250. So there's a lot still to be had there. You also get number 54 from New England. That's 360 points. You get number 127. That's 45 more points. And the Patriots aren't going to give up all their draft picks this year to move up to number 11. So we're going to kick one of those to next year. You get a 2023 fourth. So you get number 21, number 54, number 127 and a 2023 fourth-round draft pick for the Pats to move up to number 11 and take whoever they want to take. At number 21, you have your pick of three wide receivers, really, Traylon Burks, Jahan Dotson, Christian Watson, pick your poison. Any of those three guys would pair beautifully with Terry McLaurin and open things up for Curtis Samuel out of the slot. Number 54, Colorado State tight end, Trey McBride. Love me some Logan Thomas, but the injury is a thing. It's a concern. He's over 30. Trey McBride comes in. Gives you a solid running mate with Logan, but also provides you a little bit of insurance. Number 127, Sterling Weatherford, safety out of Miami, Ohio. And then again, you get that fourth-round pick for next year. And oh, by the way, those are just the traded four picks, right? In the middle there, you got linebacker Chad Muma. I drafted him a lot during these simulations. Cornerback Cam, Cam Tyler Britt out of Nebraska was one guy. Offensive tackle Cordell Volson out of North Dakota State University, a guy I'm really starting to like. Uh, very athletic offensive tackle. Could also kick inside. Running back, C.J. Verdell. I know we like the Washington Commanders running back group, but you can always add a little bit of talent there. And the safety, Jalen Petrie in the second. If you go linebacker in the first, you get Devin Lloyd in the first with a trade back scenario. You come back, you get Jalen Petrie in the second. If not, maybe you go somewhere else. So some interesting draft trade potential. All of it, of course, stemming from the trade this week uh, between the New Orleans Saints and the Philadelphia Eagles. Another person who's adjusting things as needed due to this latest shakeup in the NFL draft, is Todd McShay of ESPN, dropping a two-round mock draft on ESPN+. Plus. That's next here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. I'm going to go through the picks, and I'm going to judge what Todd McShay did in these first two rounds of the 2022 NFL draft. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Final segment here at the Locked On Commanders Podcast. David Harrison going solo on this episode. Chris Russell, my co-host, off for this show. You can find him on Twitter at, on Twitter at Russellmania621. The show's at LO Commanders. I am at D Harrison 82 Todd McShay of ESPN dropped a fresh two round mock draft on ESPN plus. And if you don't pay for the subscription, don't worry. I got you Washington fans. First, we start with the top five Jacksonville Jaguars take Aiden Hutchinson, Michigan edge rusher, number one overall. Number two, Detroit takes Trevon Walker, the Georgia edge rusher. Number three, Houston takes another edge rusher, Kayvon Thibodeau out of Oregon. So edge, edge, edge to start the festivities. Number four, the Jets go wide receiver Garrett Wilson. So there goes your number one wide receiver. Out of Ohio State, number five, the Giants take offensive tackle Ike McQuanu out of NC State. So that is your top five. We move down to number 11, and McShay has the Washington Commanders taking Chris Olave. Remember a guy that I traded back to 16-4, netted some more draft picks, and still got Chris Olave. Not saying it's guaranteed, just saying that's what the uh, that's how it fell during that simulation. Uh, with Todd McShay writing, quotes, let's get new Washington quarterback Carson Wentz, a second high-end target behind Terry McLaurin who is potentially headed towards free agency next March. He's not going to get there. Olave is a smooth runner with soft hands and excellent speed. Pairing him with McLaurin, his former Ohio State teammate, would immediately challenge NFC East defensive backs and open things up for Curtis Samuel out of the slot. End quote. In the second round, number 47, McShay sends cornerback Roger McCreary out of Auburn to the commanders, writing, quote, death at cornerback behind William Jackson III and Kendall Fuller remains a concern for the commanders. And McCreary excels in pass man, press man coverage and has the ball skills to make big plays. He broke up 15 passes last season, but he will have to improve against the run. And some questions remain about his speed. End quote. I don't have a problem with Roger McCreary. The only thing is when McShay sends McCreary to the Washington Commanders, Penn State safety Jaquan Brisker is still on the board. Florida cornerback Kair Elam is also still on the board. I would take either of those two for Jack Del Rio's defense over Roger McCreary if it were me. But that's just me. For the Dallas Cowboys, Todd sends edge rusher George Karloftis out of Purdue to the Cowboys at pick number 24 in that pick 56. He gives them offensive tackle Bernard Raymond out of Central Michigan. The Eagles with three picks in the first two rounds. They get cornerback Trent McDuffie from the Washington Huskies linebacker Devin Lloyd. The guy I've been talking about out of Utah goes 18th. And then a 51st overall, a potential first-round draft pick before he got injured at his pro day, edge rusher David Ojabo out of Michigan going to the Philadelphia Eagles. Probably a pretty good pick once you get to uh, 2023. For the New York Giants, we mentioned already, number five, they get offensive tackle Ike McQuanu out of NC State. But then at number seven, they take safety Kyle Hamilton. So, again, if Kyle Hamilton is gone, what's rule number one? Kyle Hamilton is the guy. Rule number two or truth number two, Garrett Wilson, don't stretch for a wide receiver. So in this scenario, if I'm running the Washington Commanders War Room, which I'm not, and some of you are very happy that I'm not, I'm trading back. Uh, 36, the Giants get wide receiver Sky Moore out of Western Michigan. So that is your NFC East breakdown, your Washington Commanders breakdown of Todd McShay's latest mock draft. Again, find find that over on ESPN Plus if you pay for that full two-round mock draft from Mr. McShay. More mock drafts to come 
Uh, we're very thankful for them, but we're also going to be very thankful at the end of mock draft season to get to the NFL draft and find out which players are going to which teams. We'll be thankful when that comes, as we are thankful that you join me here at the Locked On Commanders podcast, making us your first listener, your first view every single day. For your second listener view, please make the Locked On NFL Draft the next show on your schedule. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects in NFL front offices. It's free. It's available wherever you get podcasts, just like the Locked On Commanders podcast. Chris and I will be back. There is some more legislative, investigative, district attorney-related news going on in the NFL that is not directly necessarily connected to the Washington Commanders, but the topic is connected. Obviously, we will talk about that before we end the week. In the meantime, if you've got questions, topics, mock drafts you want to share, send them in to LockedOnWashingtonCommanders at gmail.com or call in. Be a part of the show by dialing 301-615-3577. Again, that number, 301-615-3577. Chris Russell of the Russell and Medhurst Show on the Team 980 with Pete Medhurst. I'm David Harrison, writer for SI.com's Fan Nation. If you're on about, please be safe, be kind to one another, and thank you for joining us right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 